right, welcome to Cosmetology 101. Thank you so much. I'm your host, Anne Glam, and I'm so glad and excited to share this moment with you as always. All right, we're going to be diving right back into uh, nail care. And I just wanted to let you know if you listened to the last podcast, this was more of motivation. I will be in between uh, motivational or empowerment. Um, type dialogue with you to encourage you and to motivate you to go higher in whatever you're trying to do. So, with that being said, I'm going to hop right into um, just a brief recap of what we did talk about when it comes to nail care and infection. And just remember that um, the common means of spreading infection in a salon or a spa is contact with open sores, contact with contaminated hands and implements. And implements means tools, the tools that you'll be using um, while you are servicing customers. Also, exposure to coughing or sneezing, use of common drinking cups and towels, exposure to unsanitary conditions, and use of manicured tables and pedicure tiles that are not properly disinfected. So these are some of the common means of spreading infection. Okay, again, I thank you for listening. Please remember to share with others who are trying to attend their positive skills. Also, don't forget to check out our other podcast, Beauty to the Block. That is Beauty to the Block. to the block. Um, again, we'll be having uh, live interviews on there with beauty professionals. And I'll also be covering a lot of new stuff that's going on in the beauty industry. So you definitely don't want to miss that. Also, as usual, grab you a pencil, pad, note, whatever you need to write on so you can take notes. Again, need to know is what you will need to know when it comes to the test. All right. Um, And FYI is just what it is for your information. So uh, if I say need to know, then you really need to be writing it down. If you can't write at the moment, that's fine. Just listen and come back to the podcast. All right. So we're going to continue with the nail care uh, with infections Um, It can be prevented by good personal hygiene, public awareness, and following infection control procedures, okay? And so there are two basic classes of infection. All right, this is a need to know. The two classes of infection is a local infection and a general or systemic infection, okay? Those are the two. Again, a local infection and then a general infection or systemic infection. So a local infection is presented in a small confined area. It's often indicated by a pus-filled boil, pimple, or inflammation. Okay, so try to remember local means little. And then a general infection occurs when the circulatory system carries bacteria and their toxins to all parts of the body, okay? All parts of the body. That's the key word. So general, you want to think giant. 
okay? For local, you want to think little, okay? And those are the two basic classes of infection. Those are need to know. All right. You're going to use consistent infection control procedures for all clients, all right? When you're using consistent infection control procedures for all clients, this is called universal precautions, okay? Need to know, using consistent infection control procedures for all clients is called universal precautions, okay? All right, we are just about through covering with infections and bacterias on, um, and when it comes to nail care. Um, also, we're going to talk about immunity, okay, today. Immunity is the body's ability to destroy infections, um, infectious, I'm sorry, infectious agents that enter it. So again, immunity is the body's ability to destroy infectious agents that enter it. This is a need to know, okay? Again, immunity is the body's ability to destroy infectious agents agents that enter it, okay? So with those being said, you have the natural immunity and you have the passive immunity, okay? Again, this is need to know. Natural immunity is a partially inherited natural resistance to disease, okay? Natural immunity is a partially inherited natural resistance to disease. So, again, natural immunity is a a partially inherited natural resistance to disease. So, a healthy body, let's say, for example, a healthy body produces white blood cells and antibodies to fight disease-causing agents, okay? And then you have the epidermis, which is the outermost layer of the skin, That's, and we'll learn more. Uh, we'll break that down in another podcast. But the epidermis, epidermis okay, and that's E-P-I-D-E-R-M-I-S, um, is the outermost layer of the skin. It's going to protect the body from microbes, okay? If the skin is punctured, the cut must be treated to prevent microbes from infecting the skin. So, again, you have natural immunity, and then you have the next one, which is passive immunity. And this basically occurs through vaccinations or injections of antigens, um, which stimulate the body's immune response, okay? So, again, you have immunity, which is the body's ability to destroy infectious agents that enter it. And, basically, you have the two types of immunity, which is natural immunity and passive immunity. And with natural, it's just what it says. It's a healthy, you know, a healthy body produces white blood cells and antibodies to fight disease-causing agents. And then passive immunity is usually like through vaccinations or injections, okay? So those are need to know. All right, so today we're going to talk a little bit about infectious control. That's very important. You need to know 
how to prevent the spread of infectious agents to you and your clients. Okay, so we got some vocabulary that we will go over. Um, but I'm going to give you a little background before we go over the vocabulary. All right, so with infectious control, okay, basically the term is used to describe efforts to prevent the spread of disease and kill microbes, okay? Again, need to know, infection control is used to describe efforts to prevent the spread of disease and kill microbes, okay? Also, cross-contamination, this is need to know. What is cross-contamination? Cross-contamination means when bacteria is spread by contaminated equipment, surfaces, or food. Okay, that's basically what it is. And the only way that you can, you know, properly prevent cross-contamination is by properly disinfecting all your nail implements, which is your nail tools, and surfaces to prevent this cross-contamination. Okay. Also important in infection control is the concept of efficacy. Okay, that's E-F-F-I-C-A-C-Y, which means the ability to produce results or effectiveness. Okay, again, efficacy means the ability to produce results or effectiveness. So, what we're going to do now is go over a few um, vocabulary words that you need to uh, familiarize yourself with. So you'll know this um, when it's on the test. So these are need to know. Remember, if you're not able to take notes, you can always come back. All right, you can come back and just, um, you know, listen at it again and take the notes that you need. All right, so we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We got eleven of them we're going to go over real quick today. Um, infection control. Okay, this is all need to know. Infection control is the prevention of the spread of infectious agents to you and your clients, which we went over that. Sanitation. Sanitation is the low-level reduction of surface bacteria. Sanitation is the low-level reduction of surface bacteria. Okay, disinfection. Okay. Very important. Disinfection eliminates bacteria, viruses, organisms on non-living, non-porous surfaces. Again, disinfection eliminates bacteria, viruses, and most organisms on non-living, non-porous Surfaces, non-porous, N-O-N-P-O-R-O-U-S. All right, the next one is sterilization. Sterilization eliminates all living organisms, including bacterial spores. Okay, again, sterilization eliminates all living organisms, including bacterial spores on non-porous surfaces. Decam- de- mm, decontamination, okay. Decontamination, so that's D E 
C-O-N-T-A-M-I-N-A-T-I-O-N. Decontamination, excuse me, makes objects and areas safe by eliminating poisonous or otherwise harmful substances. Again, decontamination, this is one of those words, I'm telling you, it makes objects and areas safe by eliminating poisonous or otherwise harmful substances. All right, so we're going to take a short break and I'll come right back. All right, we're continuing right where we left off from when we were talking about infection control. Welcome back to Cosmetology 101. All right, um, again, we're just going to cover some vocabulary when it comes to the cosmetology field and things that you will need to know for the test. And so we are going over some of the words um, and definitions. We have infection control which is the prevention of the spread of infectious agents to you and your clients. We also have sanitation, which is the low-level reduction of surface bacteria. We also have disinfection, which means to eliminate bacteria, viruses, and most organisms on non-living, non-porous surfaces. We have sterilization, which eliminates all living organisms, including bacterial spores on non-porous surfaces. We have decontamination, which makes objects and areas safe by eliminating poisonous or otherwise harmful substances. All right, and that's where we stopped at. And now we're continuing, which is antiseptics. Okay, antiseptics basically prevents the growth of microorganisms on the skin. All right, this is a need to know. All these vocabulary words are a need to know. So you can always come back and jot down your notes. Again, antiseptic is prevention of the growth of microorganisms on the skin. All right, infection control procedures. Okay, some of the infection control procedures that you will hear about over and over again, uh, which is hand washing, Okay, definitely washing your hands, um, using personal protective equipment, such as gloves and safety glasses when necessary, and also properly disinfecting all your nail service implements and surfaces to prevent cross-contamination. That's very important, okay? And like I said, a lot of these um, nail uh, spas and whatever, they, they're really not, they're really not, um, you know, decontaminating or, or, or practicing, should I say, infection control procedures. They're not. They're doing your nails and they just brushing it off a little bit and the next person comes and, you know, I guess the next person get their nails done. <laughs> so it's very important to prevent cross-contamination, again, Uh, Practice infection control procedures, which include hand washing, uh, personal protective, such as gloves, safety glasses, you know, when necessary, and properly uh, disinfecting all nail service implements, okay, all your nail tools, even down to doing pedicures. You want to 
disinfect that as well, the basins and all that stuff. It's a lot, but you have to do it or else you'll have a lot of cross-contamination. All right, the next one is going to be universal precautions, okay? Universal precautions basically means using the same infection control practices on all clients, okay? Since we cannot identify clients with infectious diseases, it is safer to handle the blood spills and body fluids of all clients as potentially infectious. Okay, so again, universal precautions. It just basically means you're using the same infection control practice on all clients. All right, we only got three more to go. We're doing really well. Thank you so much again for taking time out your busy day. Uh, the next one is going to be exposure to blood. And it looks like uh, when we're talking about body fluids, um, it presents a risk for us as nail technicians, um, anyone that's in the cosmetology field, okay? Uh, body fluids presents a risk, and exposure can occur during any service, okay? Um, you may be, you know, filing or, you know, cutting down the nail, and guess what? The person gets nipped. Boom, here's some blood, okay? So exposure to blood, again, um, and other body fluids presents a risk for most nail, te nail technicians, okay? Exposure to blood, all right? Another thing when it comes to infection control, we talk about hand washing, which we just talked about that. Um, when you're hand washing, you got to know that you're removing microorganisms, by lifting them from the surface of the skin, okay? Hands should be washed between each service before and after a lunch break or after using the restroom or any time that you have become contaminated. How many times have we actually seen um, whoever is providing our service, have you ever seen them wash their hands? I ever saw them wash their hands before they move on to the next person. So, again, um, all the stuff that you will learn in school, I guarantee you, you won't see it out there in the field when you start working. But if you plan on having your own business, you can, you know, make sure that you're keeping yourself safe and your clients safe and you're doing things the right way. Okay. All right. So, last but least, we're going to talk about OSHA. And this is need to know as well. If you don't know what OSHA stands for, it stands for Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Okay, so OSHA's Bloodborne Pathogen or Standard, um, this type of high-level disinfection requires the use of an EPA-registered broad-spectrum hospital level, that kind of disinfectant, um, that it is labeled. And it should be labeled um, against HIV-1, hepatitis B, uh, tuberculosis. It should have the EPA standards. And EPA just stands for Environmental Protection Agency. So it should have the EPA standards as well. 
So again, reading the label and following the direction of this um, OSHA's Bloodborne Pathogen Standard label, you should be able to follow directions and ensuring, um, and be ensured, should I say, that this product will perform according to the claims on the label. Okay. So, again, um, in conclusion, like I said, you'll see... You'll see that a lot of these places are not really practicing a lot of stuff that I'll be um, talking about or teaching. But um, like I said, if you, you know, excellence, (laughs) excellence in whatever you decide to do um, in your life is, should be the, you know, should be the top, should be at the top of the list for you. So even though someone else is not doing it, make sure you're doing all you can do. Uh, to keep yourself and your clients safe. All right. Infection control, again, has become a major focus of attention, especially with, um, you know, the COVID and all the other variations of COVID and everything else. So it's needed more now than ever just because of what, you know, everything that's going on. So just, again, just make sure you're doing your part. Um, to keep everyone safe and keep yourself safe as well. All right. All right. So the next thing that we'll be talking about um, on the next podcast, we'll be covering sanitation. Okay. We'll be covering um, the proper way to wash hands. We'll talk about disinfection. Um, We'll talk about a little bit about regulating agencies, which we did cover already, OSHA, (laughs) which is a regulating agency. Um, And remember, OSHA, this is need to know, stands for the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. And the EPA, which is another agency, um, it stands for Environmental Protection Agency. All right, so that's going to be it for today. Thank you so much for Um, joining me on Cosmetology 101. This is your host, Anne Glam. Have a wonderful day.